This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, thanks ever so much for downloading today's episode. It's Friday, March the 12th, and we start off with the incredibly sad news that a body found in Woodland near Ashford is that of missing Sarah Everard. The discovery was made in the grounds of a former sports complex in Great Chart on Wednesday, exactly a week after the 33-year-old went missing from Clapham as she walked home. Assistant Commissioner Nick Effgrave confirmed the news earlier. As you know, on Wednesday evening, detectives investigating the disappearance of Sarah Everard discovered a body secreted in Woodland in Kent. The body has now been recovered and a formal identification procedure has been undertaken. I can now confirm that it is the body of Sarah Everard. Clearly, Sarah's family have been updated with this most distressing news. And I just want to pause for a moment and say that my thoughts and prayers and those of the entire organisation remain with her and with them at this awful time. Specialist officers remain in constant contact with Sarah's family and will continue to support them throughout the investigation and beyond. That investigation continues at a pace and we have hundreds of officers working round the clock to establish the full circumstances of Sarah's disappearance and her murder. And a man remains in custody at a London police station on suspicion of committing those crimes. I know that the public feel hurt and angry about what has happened. And those are sentiments that I share personally, and I know my colleagues here at Scotland Yard and across the Met share as well. I also recognise the wider concerns that are being raised quite rightly about the safety of women in public spaces in London and also elsewhere in the country. I want to say now that this organisation and the men and women in it remain committed to protecting Londoners wherever they are in this city. And that commitment is undiminished by these events, and if anything, that commitment is strengthened by these tragic circumstances. Thank you very much. Searches are continuing at the site and also at a disused garage in Deal. That belonged to the family of the Met Police officer who's being held on suspicion of kidnap and murder. Our reporter, Sam Lennon, is there. Uh, the situation here, here is that there's been constant police activity over the last few days and it appears to have stepped up uh, today and this afternoon here at the BCB garage site on the Western Heights in Dover. Um, I arrived here this morning and uh, I was able to, I'm, I've since noticed that the back area entrance to the site is sealed off the bottom of the steps when you can get to the top of the steps and take photographs. Um, there is it's an increased police presence, which is a little surprising because you would one would normally imagine, uh, after days of searching a site, that the for the uh, work to scale down. But just a moment ago, uh, two contractors have just uh, who were asked by the police to help have just left uh, have left the site. They've been authorised to enter the cordoned off area. The entire property, uh, premises of BCB uh, back to front is sealed off by the police. There's one constantly on guard and there are about three or four officers walking around inside the site. It's not quite clear what exactly is ha if anything is developed or what they're looking for. Meanwhile, at the Freeman's Way site in Deal, uh, 
early, late this morning, there's been a stepping up of police activity there as well compared with yesterday. First and foremost, there are now two tents in the back, in the front garden of uh, the, the sealed off property when there was one yesterday. And the, uh, the temporary grey fence continues to surround the building. Uh, I counted four, three Metropolitan Police vans there. Uh, three metropolitan police vans there uh, this morning and one, one Kent police car. So the, this is obviously an active uh, investigation by the metropolitan police, but Kent police are offering support. KMTV's Christina Curtis has spent the day at the site being scoured in Great Chart. Now Bears Lane continues to be cordoned off by police with officers also guarding the entrance to the former paintballing site. A police diving team has also just recently returned so it looks like they could be here for at least the rest of the day if not for the weekend as well. Officers are continuing to arrive so there's a lot of activity still going on. We've also been hearing from Tom Ackrell who's from the parish council near to where Sarah's body was found. I think shock is probably the right word. Um, Great Chart's always been a very family-friendly, quiet, calm village. Um, you know, you really picturesque, typical Kentish village. Um, and suddenly to have something like this on our, on our doorstep is, uh, is, I think, just been a real shock to the whole community. Now, Sarah's disappearance has sparked a national debate on women's safety. Organisers have been planning to hold a vigil where she went missing tomorrow but have been told by police it would be unlawful because of lockdown restrictions. They've gone to the High Court to challenge that. University's Minister Michelle Donland says it's a very difficult situation. I do understand how emotions are running high and, and how people, quite rightly, want to show their respect. But this is a decision that needs to be taken with the police and potentially in the courts to, to make the right decision. We've also heard today that similar vigils are being planned in Canterbury, Whitstable and Thanet. However, the advice is not to attend. Discussions with organisers, we're told, are continuing. Now, don't forget, of course, you can continue to keep up to date with this story at kentonline.co.uk and via our Facebook and Twitter. We'll bring you any major developments throughout the weekend. The Kent Online Podcast with Serenity Parks. A number of people and vehicles have been targeted in catapult attacks in Ashford. There were several reports in the town last weekend, despite a dispersal order being in place to try and stop crime and antisocial behaviour. People have described being targeted while driving and crossing the road with children, with others saying they're scared to go out. A couple have denied holding an illegal gathering at their yet-to-open new restaurant in Folkestone. Police visited Rosemont in Majestic Parade on Tuesday following reports of a gathering. Officers say a number of people were seen leaving the building and a man was arrested for refusing to comply with police. The owners say it's a mistake and the people there were builders. Marshland near Dartford that's been earmarked as a site for a huge theme park has now been given protected status. Swanscombe Peninsula, where developers hope to build the London Resort, has been designated a site of special scientific interest. It follows a campaign by wildlife groups, including Bug Life. Jamie Robbins is from the conservation charity. Having Natural England designate Swanscombe Peninsula as a, as a site of special scientific interest is really important for the, for the future protection of the site. It's, it's recognition that it's up there with our most important wildlife sites 
and hopefully it will mean that uh, when it comes to making a decision about the London resort, they can properly appreciate its value to wildlife and the local community. And you did touch on it there, but why is it so important for that area to be protected? What sort of wildlife is there on the Swanscombe uh, Peninsula? Well, Swanscombe is, is an odd site. It's, it's, a, it's a former industrial site that's been reclaimed by nature. And there, there used to be a lot of these in the Thames estuary, but over the years they've been, they've been lost to development progressively. And there's very few of these left. And although it may seem these sorts of um, former brownfield sites can harbour some of our rarest and most precious wildlife. So um, it's a nationally important site for invertebrates. There's over, over 250 species of conservation concern, everything from the distinguished jumping spider, which is only found on uh, one other site in the UK, uh, to the brown-banded cardaby, the siasta mining bee, and lots of red uh, beetles and flies as well. Uh, but it's more than just the bugs on the site. It's also, and Natural England confirmed this today, it's a it's a nationally important breeding bird site with nightingales and black red starts and marsh harriers. Um, it's also got rare flowering plants and uh, nationally scarce um, mammals and reptiles as well. So it really does have everything. And presumably then you're quite pleased about the announcement today. We're absolutely thrilled with the designation of the site as a triple site. Uh, Bug Life has been working with the Kent Wildlife Trust and RSPB for, for months on this. It by no means means that the, the site is safe. Unfortunately, it's going through a nationally significant infrastructure project route, which means that, sadly, the economic considerations uh, are put more highly than the environmental impacts. So even though it is a site of special scientific interest, in theory, a theme park could still bulldoze the whole lot. Kent Online reports. The green light's been given to 1,200 new homes on the outskirts of Sittingbourne. Swale councillors have passed plans to develop farmland along the railway line between Quinton Road at Kemsley and Grovehurst Road. Meantime, plans for more than 500 new riverside homes in Medway have been put on hold. The council were trying to get a developer on board to turn the former Civic Centre site in Strood into housing as part of the waterfront project. However, they've abandoned the process because financial proposals didn't meet their land value expectations. And Margate Football Club has put forward plans to transform their ground by adding two new stands and a 120-bed hotel. Proposals for Hartsdown Park are expected to be approved by the council. A Kemp family are concerned there could be a reptile on the loose in their home after they found a snake skin in their toddler's bed. Bethan and Kaylee also discovered a dead mouse near the stairs in Larkfield. An expert says the skins come from a corn snake, which is completely harmless and probably an escaped pet. Now, a Kent teenager's spoken about returning to The Voice this weekend. James Okalaja from Medway didn't win his battle, but has been given a wild card by coach Will I Am. It means he's back in the semi-finals. Honestly, was not expecting to be back. It's still crazy how everything's happened and how how the how the, how everything's worked out. You know, one thing Will I Am says to me is everything happens for a reason. You know. So I'm just so excited to be back and I'm so honoured that Will I Am picked me to be back. I don't want to put words into his mouth, but the best way I can kind of describe what he said was it felt right, I guess, to bring me back. I think that's the best way. I, th- I think I think that's the best way I can describe it without giving away too much, I think, because I think it's going to be described in the episode on Saturday. It's my favourite performance I've done on the show so far. Um, I have so much fun with it, so much fun with it. And I speak about really important topics, of course. Um, I had so much fun making it. It was a lot of stress, I'll tell you that. (laughs) But it was so, so, so much fun. And I'm so grateful that I got another opportunity to showcase my rapping. I expected to get to the blind auditions, really. 
And then for the rest of that, I didn't expect anything other than that, to be honest with you. I made some cheeky comments and I some of the team, I was like, to the team, I was like, I'll see you in the final. This is obviously before anything came out. I was like, I'll see you in the final, just as a joke. So to think that I'm actually close to the final is insane. The Rainer Mark Grammar student made headlines during his audition when he said he wanted to be the country's first black prime minister. Kent teacher Andrew Baitup is also in this weekend's semis. And there's going to be an LGBT plus festival in Maidstone this summer. Britain's Got Talent's Danny Beard and some of RuPaul's Drag Race UK stars are set to be at the event in Mo Park. It's due to happen on June the 25th at the end of the week when all, hopefully, coronavirus restrictions could be lifted. Kent Online Sports. Football and Gillingham head to struggling Swindon Town this weekend. They'll be hoping to bounce back from a disappointing 1-0 defeat in the week to Fleetwood. That result meant the Jills are now 13th in the League One table, while tomorrow's opposition are down in the relegation places. We've been catching up with Jills forward Fidane Oliver. Yeah, like you said, they're, they're, they're dangerous. Just because they're down there, don't think, oh, yeah, it's a given. They're, they're even more dangerous because they've got something to fight for themselves um, in, in kind of staying up in, in, in the league. So it's, it's, not a game, it's not a game that we can go into lightheartedly. Obviously, I was aware um, that look, I scored against these and the, the defenders that I played against that day, I, I feel like I got the beating of them that day, um, not just with scoring the goal, but my all-round play. So it does give you that edge of confidence. But... Like I said, it's it, every every game is different on their day. Um, they 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 compose a real threat. They're a good side. Um, so you kind of you, you have that mental note in the back of your head, but you, it's it's a new it's a new day. Do you know what I mean? It's a new game. You just got to kind of just tackle it head on. Really, you, you kind of put that out the window though, but just because of their run of games, you kind of you can't kind of settle on that um, because then you can become complacent. You can go into the game thinking, oh, we're just gonna uh, we're just gonna walk all over these. It's not the case. It's not the case at all, especially this year. We've noticed um, without fans, without that added kind of um, that kind of what is it, like twelfth man kind of thing. When you haven't got that, it's it's you, anyone can be beat on the day. So yeah, they've had a, a sticky bit of a run, um, but we've still got to be cautious. That at the end of the day, they're at this level, um, and they could they they can they can win games. Do you know what I mean? So. We we are focused on ourselves. We are we know what we we are capable of, but you've still got a mindful eye. And in cricket, Kent's Sam Billings has missed out on a place in the England side for their opening T20 match in India. They will, of course, be hoping to make up for their three-one Test defeat. This is the first game in a five-match series. That's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all KM Group newspapers, particularly important if you did submit a picture to my mum this year. Just head to subsaver.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks.